0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Filmhouse, the podcast that I think has actually gotten more fun to do since movies stopped existing, um, and uh, and I am really excited to have some guests on this week. Uh, I'll just go ahead and introduce everybody right now. Uh, I'm your host, James Willems, joined by Elise Willems.
1: Hey, thanks for having me, James, who's also yeah. my husband. Ooh, romance. Romance. That's a, that's <laughs> a hint. Uh, Lindsay Washburn.
2: Hey, thanks for having me, Elise, who's also my husband.
1: Ooh, romance. Kind of platonic, romance. but will they, won't they? Will they, and won't it's they? it's very funny,
0: too. Um, and last but not least, <laughs> Zach Anner.
3: Hi, thanks for having me. I'm going to die alone. Oh,
0: okay. Well, you know, all sides. We have shown every single side of the romantic spectrum here. Um, And that's kind of a tease for what's going to be happening on this week's episode. You've seen it before. Everybody loves it. It doesn't drive people wild at all. We are doing, in honor of Valentine's Day, only a few short days away, we are going to be doing... The best romantic comedy ultimate film bracket. Okay,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you haven't seen seen these in the past. We have done these. We have done these before. We've done them with sequels. We've done them with perfect. Wait, no, we didn't do, do we didn't do sequels formally. We just did perfect film. We did horror film. We did Christmas film, and now seasonally it adds up perfectly that we're gonna do romantic comedy. Zach, what's the problem?
3: I am i supposed to be able to read the the text
2: i can't read uh, any of the words that's okay i'll tell you i'll
0: tell you i'll tell you what they say don't worry about that that's that's purely for our, our viewers that want to follow along we'll have the bracket up for you i also want to add that this is the biggest bracket we've ever done Normally, we gather some selections, maybe four or five from each of the panelists, and then throw those together. Not this time. We just made a big ol' honky list, and it is a beast. I think we have 32, 32 films that That's are on this list.
3: That's too many, many films. I would say of all of the film houses I've been a part of, mm-hmm. I have seen the least films of of this genre. Perfect. Uh, so it's going to be a real
1: nightmare of a show. Perfect. But you were supposed to be like an expert in romantic comedy.
3: I'm an expert in a few, <laughs> in a few <laughs> romantic comedies.
0: Specialist. He's a specializes. <laughs> well, Lindsay's yeah, like here.
3: I've, I've seen like five and I know those really well. He, so he's,
0: he's like a history professor, but a history professor who only focuses on like specific years of Greek history. <laughs> yeah, um, well, uh, yeah, We ha- that's why we brought in Lindsay as well. Lindsay herself yeah, I, claims to be an expert.
2: I mean, uh, yeah, I claim to be... I'm an expert. Uh, I haven't seen maybe like eight of these, so mm-hmm, I feel mm-hmm. pretty good about the rest of them, though.
0: Well, the good, the good thing about all this is there are so many films that if we want to get this done in a reasonable time frame, we're going to have to just kind of move past some of these. So... Um, so I think we should just jump right in. We're going to be jumping right in to our top bracket because we have to complete two full brackets, okay? We're going to jump in on our top bracket, West Coast. The, the only two movies that didn't... Actually, should I just list every single thing? Should I just do the list? Yeah, I'm I mean, going to do the is list. I fastest. I'm going to do the list because that'll this be the best. done. So here's what we got. <laughs> <laughs> here's what we got. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Love Actually, Moonstruck, Bridget Jones's Diary, Never Been Kissed, Brown Sugar, Always Be My Maybe, Love and Basketball, Tootsie, uh, While You Were Sleeping, To All the Boys I've Loved Before, Coming to America, Something's Gotta Give, Notting Hill, Mama Mia, You've Got Mail, Sleepless in Seattle, Groundhog Day, Four Weddings and a Funeral, The Philadelphia Story, Crazy Stupid Love, Overboard, The Apartment, Clueless, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, The Wedding Singer, The Big Sick, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, uh love juno when harry met sally pretty woman and my best friend's wedding that are all of the films that have made this list and we're going to jump right in with the two films that are just fighting to get onto this list love actually and moonstruck that is going to be our first showdown here
1: james i have my decision
0: all right elise has already decided why
1: are all why are these movies all pitted because forgetting sarah marshall's and the next one fuck
0: well, I'm sorry. That's just how it works. We know the uh, system. Everyone always likes to get on our case for being so haphazard about this, even though every single time I literally tell you that we use a randomizer. Yes, to I know decide that. However,
1: I know that I'm going to vote for Moonstruck for this one. However, that means it's up against Forgetting Sarah Marshall. So two of my favorite movies are going to be going head to head. Well, I'm sorry to say only one movie can win. So that's I've gonna, never seen Moonstruck. At so okay. sorry, uh-huh. Elise. I think it has to go.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Oh, my God. Lindsay, Cher won an Oscar for it. Oh, Cher. Cher's Uh, incredible in it. She's incredible. We have to move. We have to blast
0: through this one. So I'll just say this real quick. Love Actually is a terrible movie, and it doesn't depict any form of romance. And I've said that, and I'll say it a 100 times. There's Cher. And accepting her Oscar for Moonstruck. I think Moonstruck is weird. But I do think that it, it is a, a movie. It's got some laughs. It's got some heft to it. Yeah, some strong you performances. you I do
3: think that it is a movie?
0: <laughs> I do that think that the... it is a movie that it, it, has some oh, heft. Okay. okay. It is a movie that <laughs> it contains these attributes, yes. <laughs> All right.
1: Nicolas Zach, Cage.
0: What, Nicolas Cage. He didn't have a hand. Whoa. What do you
1: think, Zach? I lost my hand. <laughs> I lost my bride. Johnny has his hand. Johnny has his bride. What do you want me to do? Put it away and forget it? See?
0: This
3: wow. is
1: why Moonstruck wins. Don't get married, Loretta. It don't work out for you.
0: Okay, all right. So, uh, we again, <laughs> in the effort of keeping keeping things moving along... Okay. Um, we're gonna have to vote on this one right now. Take
2: Moonstruck. Take it. Take it to the next. Te- take it to the next. Lindsay. All right, Lindsay can see this movie. Moonstruck movie.
0: Yes, Lindsay, is you do. the winner beating Love Actually, a movie yes. that doesn't know what love actually is. Okay. It um, wins Moonstruck. Look at that va- tonight
2: Because I'm gonna watch it later, so that's why. Okay. It wins. It's so good, Lindsay.
0: <laughs> we're gonna come back it's around. Cool. It. Considering we just did Moonstruck, we'll keep going down this this list here, and then our okay. last one will be. Forgetting Sarah Marshall versus Moonstruck again. Putting there it is. Moonstruck moves on to the next round. You're officially in the bracket. Congratulations, Moonstruck. Goodbye, Love Actually. Also, oh, right. yeah,
2: I didn't really like Love Actually that much, but I have seen it. so.
0: Yeah, you have seen it. Okay, moving on to Bridget Jones's Diary and Never Been Kissed. Bridget Jones's Diary, a, a light recreation of Pride and Prejudice. Okay, kind of a modernized take on all that. Uh, standout performance from Reese Witherspoon. Um, Hugh Grant is a really inappropriate boss. Um, movie's a lot of fun. Of course, on the other side, we have never been kissed. Drew Barrymore. What you mean Renee Zellweger? Renee yeah. Zellweger, whatever. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, whatever. She probably like, could have been in it.
2: Sweet home Alabama?
0: <laughs> it's basically the same name. Um, I don't think any Reese Witherspoon Films made yeah, this list. how
3: did she not make the list at all?
0: Just because she has more doesn't mean they're good.
3: Mm. Sorry.
1: <laughs>
0: Just like True. Kevin. But yeah, so Drew Barrymore, Never Been Kissed. She's, uh, she's, she's I'm a, a d- character who shockingly has never been kissed.
2: <laughs> I would say that at the same time that Bridget Jones' Diary was my mom's fa- favorite film, uh, at mm-hmm. the same time, Never Been Kissed was my favorite film. Oh, and I'm a Drew okay. stan, so... I got to okay. take I'm I got to go with never been kissed.
1: All right. Hey, I just want to okay. bring this to everyone's attention do. when Renée Zellweger was cast as this icon, you know, because it's adapted from a book, uh, this this English icon, people were so skeptical of her so cynical. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, she turned out an amazing performance. And While I think that a lot of the, you know, in the movie, you're like looking at Hugh Grant being like, this is such a scumbag. Like, how is how does this hold up? We're supposed to enjoy watching this. Mm -hmm. But I mean, Helen Fielding herself, the author, she said, you know, that's just kind of kind of how it was, too. But also last year in 2020, uh, I think the BBC, it was released a documentary called Being Bridget Jones. And people in the UK turned out in droves to watch it like they are still obsessed with Bridget Jones. All these years later, um, take that for what it's worth. A I am cultural, torn. So you're saying it is a cultural monolith in some It's ways. a cultural monolith and I'm torn. I'm, I still, whenever I'm doing something alone, that's mm-hmm. specifically lonely, I always shout lonely rider bucket four cause in, in never been kissed when she gets on yeah. the Ferris huh. wheel. The guy, <laughs> okay, the guy says the whole thing. David Arquette coming in, being our cool. brother it's a great movie. It's a great movie. It's a great. These it are both great leans movies. More into
0: the comedy of romance. it's fun. Film. I it's a, mean, it's, it's romance, more fun than Bridget it's Jones. Also, it's like it's of that American pie era of like we're really having fun in high school. Zach, what are you thinking?
3: Uh, I'm really torn uh, because uh, Drew Barrymore was my celebrity crush when I was a kid. Kind of mm. still is. Okay. Love mm-hmm. Drew Barrymore. She's a big fan but of the show. I see what Elise is saying, that. I feel like uh, like Drew Barrymore is represented elsewhere on this list, and I feel like she'll get her due. But Bridget Jones's Diary, you know, you got your Colin Firth and your Hugh Grant. Mm-hmm. And uh, those two dream boats. and And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just feel it's real tough i don't know what i'm gonna vote it's gonna come down to the last second
0: this is a perfect is a perfect example of something we always wrestle with on these bracket these tournament brackets which is best romantic comedy doesn't necessarily mean best film that is a romantic comedy if that makes any sense and it does only in my own twisted brain i understand
2: what you're saying
0: because we had it before we saw it where, we, you know, in the horror bracket, Pan's Labyrinth made it so much further than <laughs> I think it should have because it's a good film. But is it a horror film? Like, I don't know that I would agree. So We um, should
1: vote for we sure. Prob-
0: we probably have to vote on this one. This is a really, really tough one, and it's I'm tough. glad we're getting it out of the way Fuck. soon. Okay. Um, okay, I think I'm ready.
2: All right, I'm ready um, to vote. So
0: the way we do this is we're going to do... One hand uh, raise one hand for uh, Bridget Jones Diary. Raise two hands for never been kissed. We're going to do it on three. OK, are ready?
2: Yeah. Wait, what were the hands?
0: One for Bridget Jones, two for never okay. been kissed. All right. On three. One, two, three. Oh, my God, it's we so got to split on the, It's so on tough the second one. We got to split. You know what that means. That means we got to go to the coin flip. This was a heart heartbreaking oh, vote. God. I hate the Cody, coin. I'm Can you show breaking. us the coin Grossy
2: flip anymore? The, uh, I'm what 17. What is this? I'm 17.
0: Tails. That goes to Never Been Tails. Kissed. Never Been Kissed this is the winner of that round. Wow. So what I'm
1: taking it on. I, I'm okay. fine with it, too. This, I, this is a I love Bridget yeah. Jones, but Never Been Kissed is a really fun movie. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, uh, Cody, just, just for curiosity's sake, who would you have gone for on that one? Would you have gone just, just, yeah, no, we don't have, have, uh, Shane, the previous tiebreaker. Okay. He would have gone oh. Bridget Jones's Jones. Get tiebreaker. out of here, Cody.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we've never been kissed right. as the winner of that round. Let's keep moving to Brown Sugar versus Always Be
1: My Maybe. I have not Ooh. seen Brown Sugar. I haven't seen
2: Brown Sugar side. either. <gasps>
1: Brown oh. Sugar is LaThon, Tay Diggs. I think Queen Latifah's. It's been it's been mm-hmm. 15 years since I've seen it. Um okay. it's very fun. It's got oh. like it's it's a oh, it's got most deaf in it. It's a it's a love letter to hip hop, too. Okay. Um, which is really, really fun because like the the music is so good in it, and the main character, if I remember, played by LaThon. I think she's a hip hop writer. Mm-hmm. I wanna say. And then she, and she's, a, she's a critic. And then ultimately, like, I don't want to spoil it, but, you they know, finds herself, too. And and uh, I really liked it a lot. Okay. So um, I haven't seen
2: that, but I have seen... What's the other one to all the boys I've loved before? Always That's Be My Maybe. Ne- oh, always. Sorry. Always Be yeah, My Maybe. Yeah, they get
1: confused because they have the word always in them. Always in yeah. it.
2: Yeah. Okay. Always Be My Maybe. Hang on
0: That's Ali Wong That's and Randall a, Yeah, Elle Wong. They're, mm-hmm. like, old friends, oh, right? Yeah. Who then like yeah, she's,
2: like, yeah.
1: <sighs> I've seen it.
0: I've seen it. Has, it. it
2: wasn't memorable, because I got, literally just mixed it up with the other Got film. Got a lot
0: of buzz, because it included a wild Keanu
1: Reeves just being yeah. wacky.
2: That's right!
1: Zach loved it. Zach, big fan. I mean... I'm, you're, you're muted, it. Zach.
3: Oh, am I? I don't know. You're good. good. Yeah, you're back. You're good. My, <laughs> you're my, <laughs> good. I can hear you. Oh, well, I haven't seen, uh, I haven't seen Brown Sugar. I fell asleep during Always Be My Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay, well, I mean, I didn't fall asleep during Brown Sugar. That's fair. That's true. Uh, but I, I did enjoy Always Be My Maybe. Okay. The, the mm. part that it, I was awake it was, for, and then,
0: yeah, it was enjoyable. She was a very rich chef. I always have a thing sometimes about romantic comedies where, like, the main character is, like, massively wealthy. And I'm like, "What's? I mean, you got bigger fish to fry, right? Can't you just fill that void with the money? It's like,
2: oh, money doesn't buy my, the money doesn't buy buy, love. Yeah, yeah, I know. Maybe it does. But you
0: can buy other things and you can have sex with Mm -hmm. those things. All right. I think I'm ready to vote.
2: I'm ready to vote and I have one more stipulation and I'm gonna vote for brown sugar because Tay Diggs follows me on Twitter and I just felt like (gasps) you should all know that. He
1: he follows a lot of people, Lindsay. How many people does he follow? Don't take I have also been followed by Tay Diggs on Twitter. (laughs)
2: Did you get followed by Tay Diggs?
1: He follows like seven hundred thousand people, so (laughs) I I have seen and if it if it helps anyone's vote, I have seen brown sugar more than once. I already
2: told you I'm voting for it because I'm very special and Tay Diggs follows me on Twitter. All right, I'm
1: ready to vote. One for Brown Sugar, two for Always Be My Maybe. Ooh, doesn't follow me. I was going to vote for Brown
0: Sugar, but he does not follow me, which is like... That's hers. I okay. mean,
3: it really just shows what a garbage person you are.
0: Kind of <laughs> to not make Changes. it into the seven hundred k. Just
3: how right. follows like nothing.
0: Okay, all right. So one hand, one hand for uh, brown sugar. Two for always be my maybe. On three, one, two, three. Brown Sugar. Okay.
3: I was thinking that there would be a coin flip. I just want to make this as long <laughs> as possible.
0: No, we can't do that, Zach. You know we can't. We're already moving way faster than we've ever moved on this before. Okay, so Brown All Sugar right. moves on to the next round. Very good. Congratulations Brown Sugar. It's All a fun right. movie. It's a fun movie. Um, Next up, we have Love and Basketball and Tootsie. So, <sighs> you know... At least I know you're a big fan of Love and Basketball. I,
1: I like Sonalathan a lot. Well, so man, I have also seen. Though. I've seen Love It That's the thing. Zach. Okay. I was going to raise that point, Zach, because I've seen Love and Basketball multiple times. Love Lathon. Omar Epps is in it. It's got a fun, you know, underdog story. Uh, finding, especially as a woman in sports, it's mm-hmm. got a great story. Mm-hmm. Um, her trying to like find her self-worth in that way. But Zach just raised a question: Is it a comedy? It's not a funny movie. Okay, all right. It's something right onto this you've list. You've seen it, right? This. Yeah,
3: I I don't I don't remember a lot of chuckles.
2: On IMDb, it says drama, romance, Spoiler.
1: yeah, yep. yeah, not a lot of comedy in it. Okay. It's what? it's charming. Who nominated?
0: But... Who nominated this?
1: Thing? I did because I like it.
0: We could have put anything else in this pot. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, considering that, we're comparing it with Tootsie, um, which is Dustin Hoffman uh, dressing up as a woman to get a job.
1: Tootsie (laughs) made Dustin Hoffman cry.
0: Made Dustin Hoffman cry. Yeah,
3: before Dustin Hoffman was disgraced. Yes. uh, He he got a lot of points for tearing up about The role of Tootsie.
0: Yeah. The woman's experience, the woman's experience. Because
1: men didn't look at him when he was dressed as her. And then he felt bad for us ugly chicks. (laughs) That's basically (laughs) what he said. Okay, but
0: what about the movie? I was like, thanks, Dustin. So the movie, (laughs) the movie's a classic, of course. It's considered a classic. Um, Yeah. You know, I haven't seen it in a while. But obviously, that's.
3: I haven't seen it since I was a child. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I remember very little about it, but I have been watching a lot of 30 Rock and they reference Tootsie a lot.
0: Okay. So that's basically like having seen it.
3: So, uh, and, uh, they get some good jokes out of Tootsie. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: So I gotta, I think I gotta vote for it. I think
0: I think I'm gonna have to vote for it as well, if only for the fact that it's going up against a romantic drama. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Which should should give it a pass. Um, but again, this goes back to the thing is like if we're just judging by caliber of movie, you know, Love and Black Basketball is probably a pretty fantastic, wonderfully made movie. So
3: But is not Tootsie also
0: and
2: it's a not- classic?
0: It is a classic, yes.
3: That's cited in like multiple like screenplay books of like, oh, this is a, per- a perfect yes. example all, of a movie.
0: All of my <laughs> old film professors would cite Tootsie, but again, if I was a professor now, my students, I would be citing Sucker Punch. So really, what what doesn't matter? Mm. <laughs> I, um, move on with Lindsay, I've
2: never seen either of them, so I'm at well, my, I'm my hand? I gotta keep my hands out of this. How Our expert
3: that? has seen. Very few of these. She said she says she only hadn't seen eight. We're
0: working our way. She had only had only hadn't seen eight. Okay, so let's let's move it, Lindsay. Even though you haven't seen either of these films, you're still obligated to vote. That's the nature of this scientific in the
2: category of the bracket.
0: Is it? Are everyone going Tootsie, Elise? Tootsie, tootsie,
2: yes.
1: Tootsie,
0: Tootsie, Tootsie wins. Very nice. We don't even have to vote (laughs) because it's going up against something that did not should not have qualified. I feel like there was something else that I kicked off the list because I was like, this doesn't this doesn't seem like it fits. Oh, <laughs> Con- I conge- we're
3: doing forgetting Sarah Marshall versus 1917. Let's see which one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> better
0: romantic. Comedy. It's got some romance, it's got some laughs. I think I took Miss Congeniality off the list because I really? did not feel as though I felt like it was because I think sometimes movies that center on women get pigeonholed as romantic comedies just because they include romance, but you wouldn't say that Die Hard is a romantic comedy because Die Hard also includes romance because it's from the male perspective. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think I removed it from the list. I think it's an like an action comedy that has romance in it. Anyway, okay. Uh, yeah. Let's move on to the East Coast of this bracket. We're going to do, okay, this is actually going to be a tough one for me. Okay. While While you were sleeping, Sandra Bullock okay uh invades the trust of a man she stalks um (laughs) and uh endears herself to the family against to all the boys i've loved before so to all the boys was that was a netflix film right yeah
1: Yeah. um that is laura jean she Mm -hmm. writes these letters Mm -hmm. to the boys that she's loved before oops her little sister accidentally sends those letters. Okay, she's navigating high school. She's navigating her sister, mm-hmm. you know, being in a relationship with, to that point, her best friend, Josh. The new movie comes out this week. So you don't have to. Do me. I think it should win over while you were sleeping? Probably not.
0: Okay. all right. Interesting take. Interesting take. I think it's a great I think it's a great movie. I think if there's one thing Netflix has kind of gotten as not necessarily all because you have stuff like Christmas Prince, which I don't you know, I haven't really seen. But it seemed like they're more like Lifetime. But like it is it is a fun movie with very charismatic leads. I remember when we watched this one as like, oh, let's just throw this on. And then I was like, this is a really good movie but While You Were Sleeping is a disturbing classic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Zach likes it. I,
3: I remember seeing that with my my grandpa uh, with Papa at the Cheapy Theater because he had seen it already at the Expensive Theater and thought it was darling, so we went to <laughs> see it a second time.
0: Ooh, very nice.
3: Uh, so, I mean, any, and, and then, you know, Sandra Bullock. Uh, very charming. Bill mm-hmm. Pullman uh, is uh, about a, it. That's it, about as charming as he gets. It's yeah. like mm-hmm. it going, going outside and seeing like a nice tree. Like, oh, that's Bill Pullman. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, this is
2: great.
1: Okay. All right. Do you like it, Lindsay?
2: While while you're sleeping, or yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember when I watched it, and I was like, cool. I'll check that off my classic rom com movies list. But It's not, you know, top of the classic rom-com list for me. So honestly, like when I watched, uh, um, I almost said always be my baby. (laughs) (laughs) You just keep swapping them. To all the boys I've loved before, it was like I had that same experience. Like, well, I'm just going to put something random and crappy on Netflix just to start watching it. And then I'm like, oh, this is like really Mm -hmm. cute. Wow. And I'm thirty. (laughs) <laughs> These are high schoolers. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like I'm going to go with the fresh and young rom-com. Yeah. Um. Okay.
1: While All right. Always
2: be Can I... While you were writing me letters.
1: <laughs> Can what's I just tell goes? you guys there there's a stellar ensemble cast in while you were sleeping. Mm-hmm. Bill mm-hmm. Pullman. Bill Pullman. And then what's the stellar cast? Uh the mom from Mary Poppins. Is, okay. is the old Gammy. Mm-hmm. uh I have to look up their names Peter uh Peter
2: Gallagher Peter Gallagher
1: Peter Gallagher and then also Peter um Peter Boyle Oh! Two Peters. I see. uh Gl- glilli uh, Glinnis Johns is the kind of grandmother or not grandmother or like family friend or thing. um and <laughs> this then is uh, not, you're not it's not like you're lying, lining out the hollywood it? a-listers see. jack it. warden is in it too like it's mm-hmm. got you know it's, uh and and i just want to say there's a scene in that movie that doesn't need to be in that movie mm-hmm. so it's a pure transition where there's a, a paper boy who's riding a bike and it's snowy you know it's all snowy outside and, the, and you see the paper boy riding the bike down the street for like a few feet and then they're throwing throwing newspapers onto driveways, throwing newspapers into driveways, and then and then they go to throw the third newspaper, and as they throw it, just wipe out, just completely wipe out, mm-hmm. and they didn't need that. It it does nothing. It does nothing besides being a funny mm-hmm. little transition where this paper boy wipes Gosh. out on their bike, and, and it.
0: Then that's, that's what I'll
1: say. Uh, okay, that's all you'll say. All right, I think we have
0: to vote. I think we have okay. to vote on this Ready one. Right to vote. All right. Let's do it. So, one hand for while you were sleeping, two for to all the boys I've loved before. Okay. Okay. On three. One, two, three. I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. It's a tie. He just wants a tie. He's just trying to break it. No, I just I mean, I think I think maybe I I identify with what Lindsay said, which is I was like, let's just put on this whatever movie. And then by the end of it, I was like, I actually really like that whole thing. Yeah. Whereas by the time I saw while you were sleeping, it already had a reputation for kind of being a romantic classic. And then I actually watched it and I was like, it's okay. So
1: Zach is trying to break it. Well, Wow.
0: No, Zach, I think Zach, he has those fond memories with his I have his my fond
3: with memories with my grandpa, and I didn't want to
1: disrespect those. Yeah. I, I appreciate Honorable.
0: that. Okay. Well, it's time for someone else to disrespect it.
1: This coin. And I'm
0: talking, of course, about the coin, everyone's favorite panelists from this show. Coin, if you don't mind, we're going to do, it'll be heads while you were sleeping, tails to all the boys I've loved before. Flip away, little coin.
2: Oh, heads no. while you were
0: sleeping. You can't argue yeah. with it, though, Lindsay. Like you can't. I it's just. I gotta it's just it just has
2: to. Forget to the youth. It. It's a
1: coin, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Forget the youth.
0: Okay, let's. We still got a long way to go. We're almost. We're almost halfway through this podcast. That's okay. All right, all right. Moving on. This one I actually think is a interest. Very interesting matchup. Coming to America. Okay. Versus something's <laughs> gotta give.
2: <laughs> uh. <laughs>
0: What's what's so
3: funny? Again, at least. What's I laugh? would say that coming. It is just to a America
1: funny mashup. Yeah.
3: Would we call coming to America a romantic comedy first?
1: I mean, probably not.
0: It's a. I mean, I would say it is. It is for sure a comedy. It's comedy. But the it's whole comedy, premise, at least. But the whole premise is about him finding love, right? Like that's the. Thrust of it is the only the inciting incident is his perception of love. So I think there's a better argument to be made for this than some of the other ones. It's not like he just happens across love. It's a fish out of water story, but it's it's not like he just happens across love while he's in that new body of water. But
3: this is a this is that makes sense. It it makes me laugh, but I feel like a a big part of romantic comedy. Is that it has to make me laugh and also make me feel lonely? <laughs> okay, good, good. Uh, and coming to America does not make me feel lonely in
0: mm-hmm. the right way. Okay, I understand I what that. you're
2: saying. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's definitely more comedy than it is romance, and I would even I would even add that the romance in Coming to America, little strange. You know, like his whole thing is that he doesn't want to be. Uh, he doesn't want to be assigned a bride. He wants to find true love. So he goes to Queens to find his queen. And then basically the first like kind of normal person he sees, he's like, that's the one <laughs> And then spends the rest of the movie pursuing her, which in some ways is not really that much different than having just been assigned a bride in the first place. Um, so I would definitely say that's a strike against coming to America Despite the fact that it's very, very funny, um, something's got to give. Oh, sorry. Go go ahead, Lindsay.
2: No, I was going to say, like, if this is a a bracket of like, what is a better, funnier movie, like a better movie, a better classic, Mm -hmm. it would be coming to America. Mm -hmm. But I I feel like if, you know, we're going to start talking about something's got to give, that is like true rom-com. Mm-hmm. precarious jack situation you know like oh there's mm-hmm. something unique about them oh the old guy who's a lady a young lady yeah. killer falls mm-hmm. in love a dreamy
1: with... leading man mm-hmm. yeah jack nicholson at mm-hmm. 17 it's got jack nicholson it's got diane keaton keanu mm-hmm. reeves francis mcdormand amanda pete john favreau stellar cast this, in this is... one Go ahead. diane keaton bears all you know
3: yep i uh I know i i know what i'm voting for i mean coming to america is a wonderful comedy very excited for the sequel but uh you know something's gotta give just hits all those points of the genre you know it's got that nice sort of like uh, oh i might die alone but at least these people won't which is very important very important for me (laughs) um so you know, got of go something kind of give.
0: I I'm surprised as good as it's as good as it gets also didn't make this list as well. This right? is
3: weird. Yeah, that's very strange.
0: I mean, I would say I would say compared to the two, something's got to give is maybe more of a pure romantic comedy. Yes. Whereas as good as it mm-hmm. gets is like
1: a little cynical. Like,
0: it's it's pretty cynical. He's an asshole. There's a big age difference there, and the whole premise is that Greg Kinnear gets like beat up in the beginning yeah and, like, that's the only a reason. <laughs> he's yeah. victim of a hate crime in the beginning that and that's, movie's like, got the an f-bomb in it reason. so it definitely has mm. it definitely has uh less funny elements to it so like but it did pave the way for something's got to. Uh, what's the
1: one maybe. with uh meryl streep and alec baldwin because that also oh, didn't it's make complicated. it on here
3: we didn't it's put it's complicated
1: on didn't here? put it's complicated on here
0: you all had the list for at least five days before this <laughs> this <laughs> taping cool. you could have thought of it's so complicated many, so many or,
2: spots for the senior citizen love stories yeah what's,
1: what's the one <laughs> well yeah we didn't even put exotic marigold hotel but Yeah. Or the second best exotic marigold hotel.
0: We did. We had a severe lack of elderly romance in this anyway. All right. So are we ready to vote on this one? Ready? Yes.
2: And I will just add one more thing to say that I am going to be voting for, um, um,
1: Oh, something's gotta give
2: what's wrong with my brain in the movie name something's <laughs> gotta give because of diane keaton and she is the reason that i drank ice in my red wine and i want to be her when i'm older
1: okay. she's great she's so good.
3: wonderful
0: now i'm trying she's to think of that alec baldwin movie where oh america? prelude to a kiss nah, that movie sucks anyway all right. all right one hand for coming to america two for something's gotta give you guys okay. ready on three. One, two, three. There it is. Well,
2: something you had Myers. Nancy Myers,
0: Nancy Myers. Something had to give, and that was Coming to America. Again, I think Coming to America is a great movie, a great comedy, but I think that maybe it, it doesn't have the attributes of a great romantic comedy. Yep. Doesn't make it any less of a film. No, don't cry yourself. All right, here we go. This one. Oh, boy, I can't wait to see the discussion. I don't think I have All a right. single dog in the fight, but Notting Hill, this is like, Hugh Grant, right? Isn't this peak Hugh Grant? Stuttering? This movie was yeah, yeah. huge
1: when it came out.
0: Massive against Mama Mia. Probably one of the more unconventional ones that we have on here. It's obviously it's a musical. Right. Um, it's a musical whodunit, <laughs> which is what I like about <laughs> it. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, Mama Mia, definitely a different take on the romantic comedy but I think it belongs on this list for sure. But again, it's going up against heavyweight like Notting Hill game, a, a, a movie so much of a romantic comedy that when it came out, I said, I have no interest in this whatsoever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um I'm going to go with Notting Hill for this one. I saw Mamma Mia in theaters, and that was like a really delightful experience. And it came out on in movie form. And I don't know what it was. I just was like, I don't want to see that.
0: Okay. All
1: right. But I do okay. love Notting Hill. All right. Been many okay. years. least yep. uh, rebuttal. I'd like to hear what Zach has to okay, say great. before I weigh in. Because I have a that? huge bias in this fight.
3: Here's the, the thing about, uh, about Notting Hill. Uh, very quintessential uh, romantic comedy. Terrible uh, music choices. Uh, mm. Like, if you, if you watch any of those, uh, I don't know who's seen um, Notting Hill recently, but it's just, it really takes you out of the film. But that iconic scene at the end, you know, I'm just a, a girl standing, standing in, front in front of a him. boy. Uh, asking him to love her. You know, how can we how can we deny that? that oh, that's a give me a right. break
1: with this saccharine sweet bullshit, Zach. <laughs> oh well all <laughs> right, well go ahead. Go I ahead. I respected I respected everything Lindsay had to say about the movie. But I tried <laughs> <draw, laughs> to No I'm
2: with Zach, I'm with <laughs> Zach
1: I Oh but really... then fuck both of you. Because <laughs> Mama Mia is a delightful experience and you're not just getting you're getting old people romance you're getting young people romance you're getting the 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 love that occurs between a mother and daughter the love that occurs between the daughter and the three fathers she doesn't know you're hanging out on a beautiful island in greece and of course you're listening to one of the greatest scandinavian bands of all time for the entire movie which is abba uh it was so so amazing we got a great sequel. Uh, which I saw alone in the theater, and also had to tell an old woman to get her ass out of my seat. So, so lots thank of good you memories. Very much. Kind of like Zach and I think we're voting for Mamma Mia. That <laughs> okay. okay. was very passionate.
0: Was very passionate.
1: I, I will say about Notting Hill. I don't really have fun watching that movie.
3: No, it's not fun. It's not fun. <laughs> it's very slow.
1: It's yes,
0: but it is. It is two titans of the genre. And Together.
3: also Julia Roberts playing a version of Julia Roberts mm-hmm. and sort of getting to the bottom of what what fame is like. It's not know, a very session.
0: fun yeah. version of Julia Roberts, I though. Her. I don't need her introspection. I, I here's it. Th- I'm ready to vote. I think yeah, I was. I think I was ready to vote. But then, yeah, we did kind of really get into the nitty gritty of what Notting Hill is about. And I think now I'm ready to vote again before I vote. I just do want to point out that on the Wikipedia, it says that Notting Hill won a British comedy award and a Brit award for the soundtrack, <sighs> Zach. Comedy. So There's someone out there soundtrack. loved it. It's
1: terrible. <laughs> OK.
0: <laughs> All right. We're going to vote. It's gonna be one hand for Notting Hill, two hands for Mamma Mia. You guys ready okay. on three? Yeah, I'm ready. One, two, three. Wow. Whoa. Wow. I, I I'm surprised. Flipped, I have even coin flip. seen
3: Mamma Mia, and I just thought I I had I couldn't defend. Notting Hill, as well as at least <laughs> d- defended Mamma Well, Leah.
1: I didn't really That's defend sad. it as much as I lambasted you and Lindsay, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and got fair. Co- I, and got a little personal. It's fine.
3: <laughs> I don't care. I watched Notting Hill alone while eating. Forty chicken nuggets. I remember that. So yeah. I've okay. been there. You shoveling uh. those
0: nuggets into your mouth, going, "This movie's depressing." <laughs> <Did you> re- <laughs> okay, we have to. We we are almost done with this oh. bracket. We're gonna finish it at least. How does that feel? That must feel real good. That's a big it's a win.
1: Good win. That's a it's a big win. It's a good win.
0: All right, we're gonna we're gonna, uh gonna we're gonna finish this bracket and then get through as much as we can because there's a whole other page of bracket but first we want to make sure you hear a word from the sponsor this week's episode
1: with the year we've all been having it's time to start really saving some money even in the little ways because it all adds up so if you're paying insane amounts of money for your wireless bill every month don't do it you don't have to you can switch to mint mobile the easiest way to save this year as the first company to sell premium wireless services, online only. Mint Mobile lets you maximize your savings with plans starting at just $15 a month. Don't believe me? Ask our friend of the show, John Smith. He switched to Mint Mobile and he was saving like $70 a month. It was crazy. If you're looking to save a little extra bucks this year, as I said, $15 online only eliminate the traditional costs of retail. Okay. They pass the savings on to you at Mint Mobile. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone. Okay, you don't have to get any special phone and you can keep your contacts that way. If you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with a seven-day money-back guarantee. That's pretty good. That's, I mean, that's, you know, in ring times, that's the whole movie. Uh, get it ring, like phone ring, and then the movie, the ring, and seven, uh, seven days. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> to get your new wireless plan for just fifteen bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash filmhouse. That's mintmobile.com slash filmhouse. Cut your wireless bill to fifteen bucks a month. Okay? I'll tell you again. It's mintmobile.com slash filmhouse. Thank you, Mint Mobile.
0: And we're back. Okay, this is this one is amazing. This next one that we're doing is amazing. And it happened random number generatingly. Which is okay. my favorite thing about it. This is You've Got Mail. Mm hmm. Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan, classic. Dave Chappelle, also mm-hmm. in it. People forget. Yeah. Versus mm-hmm. Sleepless in Seattle.
3: <laughs> Whoa. Tom Hanks shut down. Ryan.
0: So, you know, uh, everyone's down. saying easy? Are we saying this is all easy? Because this is yeah. interesting. This is, to me, this is like Oedipus. Because mm-hmm. in my opinion, Sleepless in Seattle is a
1: classic. It's a classic. So, James, can mm-hmm. I can I suggest something a little bit um, unorthodox? Uh, yes, please. Could we vote and then after explain? Sure. Yeah, let's do okay. it. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. So we're gonna vote. Um, one hand for You've Got Mail. Two hands for Sleepless in Seattle. You okay. guys ready? On yep. three. Question. Yes.
2: If everybody votes against me, can I try to change your mind? <laughs> I'm scared now. I'm nervous what you guys are going to vote for. No, you Lindsay. all know what I'm voting it's gonna for.
0: It's going to be locked, it's be locked <laughs> in, Don't unfortunately. vote against okay. okay.
2: okay. <laughs> me, Come on. <laughs> all Lindsay. right. I'm so ready.
0: All right. So one for You've Got Mail, two for Sleepless in Seattle.
2: Okay. Okay. On
0: three. One, two,
2: three. Huge. That's
1: right. That's huge, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, Lindsay. Freak. What were you even thinking? God, yeah, I what didn't did know, you know did like you, you were trying monsters? to be like a temptress or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, I've I've seen that movie a billion times. I owned it on VHS.
0: All right, so a unanimous win for You've Got Mail. I think that's mm-hmm. our first unanimous win here, which is huge, mm-hmm. especially when you consider that it was a follow-up. Too sleepless in Seattle. Basically, someone said, "How can we make this movie again?" And you know what they did? They did it better, and they did it in a timeless way using AOL.
1: (laughs) I love
3: that. I love that that movie is a time capsule. Yes, it's great. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Um, Yeah, they're talking about Starbucks and. And Big box AOL stores. AOL and, yeah, yeah like the Barnes and Noble, like the Barnes and Noble is the bad guy. Yeah. And yeah. like, oh, that's so terrible.
0: Yeah, it's great.
2: I've talked a lot about this movie in other podcasts, in other Funhouse videos, so I won't go into the plot so much, but I will divulge a new piece of information that I don't think I've talked about. But this movie, You've Got Mail, it probably is um, what gave me sort of like a complex of like um, I suddenly was really bent on f- trying to find love online for about 15 years. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I had many online, you know, church suitors
1: mm-hmm. where
2: I was like, hey, let's get to know mm-hmm. each other anonymously and then mm-hmm. see how it works out. Let's yeah. talk about so, fresh print, fresh pencils in yeah. the had New that, York like, fall. Dream, and that was like my dream love because it worked for, you know, Shop Girl and NY152. You know, so, yeah. it's,
0: that's a movie and it'll never happen in real life it's not
1: possible and NY one ny152 the number of moles he's had removed yes yes the uh
0: <laughs> i just i just think that this movie pops more i think sleepless in seattle is is it, it also makes sense in the time period where romantic comedy wasn't like a a genre of a genre it was like Mm -hmm. sometimes you make a romance movie and you have a couple laughs in it that's what sleepless in seattle is for the most part it's pretty depressing because Mm -hmm. it's it's like almost in some ways trying to make a a romance that has ups and downs with some levity just so that way you don't completely get in the basement whereas you've got mail happened in the the refined 90s period where where people were it was like when mark mcguire was just Open up on steroids, hitting home runs. They, the same thing happened in the romantic com- comedy genre where it was, everything was, how can we knock it in? we had talked before the start about one fine day, like these movies that didn't necessarily even make this list, but everyone was just, they had the formula and they were trying to hit homers. And I think you you've got mail is definitely the version that they took something that they knew already worked. They already knew Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan had this charisma and they were like, all right, let's, Take that concept and let's inject it with Mark McGuire level steroids and then see if we can make it romantic well, the, This movie it's
1: moves. So it has a lot to it. It has so much texture to it. Just the fact that like she's a bookstore owner. She's got her crew in the store. He's a he's a millionaire. He's at one point he moves into his yacht, which is next to his father's yacht, which is next to his grandfather's yacht. Yeah. The the introduction of the you know, he's got these these half siblings that are Thirty years younger. He's got than, like, a there's just
2: sibling who's like an eleven year old, his, and a, his and a, aunt and his aunt you know, who's like an eleven year old. Or yeah.
1: Whatever. And it's just it has so much weird texture to it, mm-hmm. and the yeah. fact that you know Meg, the way Meg Ryan's story gets wrapped up with not just her finding love, but being elevated as an author. Like there's the sweet and and the the bittersweet to it. Mm-hmm. It it uh, that he's that there's that turn in it where he's now he's got to win her back. The heartbreaking letters she sends when her store is closing, you know, twirling with her mother in the store, the implication that Shop Around the Corner was her mother's store. Like, there's just so much to it. And I I also attribute a lot of that to, um, like, Nora Ephron is one of my favorite writers. I love Nora Ephron, Mm -hmm. all her her books. Mm -hmm. um, She just had such a unique voice for writing, and she wrote and directed this. mm -hmm. Uh, I uh, I, I love this uh, movie so much. Zach hates it.
3: With her sister, Delia Ephron, who does not get enough credit. Yes. A lot of the those little comedy moments are from her, and I think we we should celebrate her as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, perfect film. Love that film. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah.
0: Well, perfect it, film. it dominated, so we'll keep everyone should be keeping an eye out. I don't know if I'm you want to call my your eggs bookie.
2: harvested.
0: Call your bookie, <laughs> but uh, we do have a major contender there, and you have got mail. It. All right, we we have only a little bit of time, so I think what we're going to do is we're going to get through this next try and get through half of this next bracket and then from there we'll have to pick it up and then wrap things up so we're moving on to our second bracket okay uh i don't know enough about sports to know what to call this so we'll call it bracket two um got it and so we are going to the west coast groundhog day versus four weddings and a funeral
1: Ooh, both andy mcdowell vehicles
0: oh you're right Oh. Mm-hmm. Zach, um, you had some thoughts?
3: I haven't actually ever seen Four Weddings and a Funeral, but again, I don't really feel like Groundhog Day is a pure romantic comedy. Uh so I'm gonna I probably vote against it. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying. saying. It
0: it definitely feels like, yeah, like Four Weddings and Funeral is a pure romantic comedy. I saw it a long time ago, but I'll always stay with the fact that my my mom went and saw it in theaters and then came back and gave it a pretty scathing review um, (laughs) to me as a (laughs) child. So um, so I will. That has always hung over me as I've seen this seen this movie. And then uh and I always confuse it with death at a funeral, which is also really funny. I see what you're saying, I, Zach, about... Oh, go sorry. Go ahead, Lindsay.
2: Oh, no. I was also just going to agree with you. And I feel like Groundhog's Day is more of a holiday film, so I'm going to go with the four weddings and a funeral for this one because it is that true rom-com. And that's it, what this bracket's all about, right? And that's what this holiday's all about. Laughing it, and love. Live, laugh, love.
0: Yeah, Groundhog Day, in my opinion, is a much better film. I'm kind of wondering about like because like he does they do establish that there's like something that these two can can't possibly end up together within the first five minutes of that movie like they they just immediately throw it down water and oil which is which is a pretty in my opinion a stronger setup than some of the other movies we've mentioned not getting on the list where it's just someone just shows up along their journey that they end up with at the end for the sake of it being a movie. So I don't know. But yeah, it is more about his journey, but his journey does involve love in a lot of ways. It is tough. Elise, thoughts?
1: Because, yeah, I think that his his journey with himself enables him to become someone who can love mm-hmm. and love in the way that he does. Mm-hmm. And that's a big part of it. I will say that these are movies that that explore the or they have a do two different passages of time that work in interesting ways in telling the plot Groundhog Day, of course, because his day is repeating for eight years or whatever. And four weddings and a funeral, because it's told through this passage of time where, you know, it's not like it's mm-hmm. back to back to back. It's the, you know, the year mm-hmm. progresses as these ev- big events happen. And we're, we're focusing in. I didn't in. even
3: know that. I did not know that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, and that's something else I, I should have said it. I love that about you've got mail too, which is the fact that it takes you through, you know, the course of this year or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Nine starts starts also. in starts in fall and then kind of ends in summer. Yeah. Um, Night, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Fortunes in a Funeral is more of a classic romantic comedy because really love is the focus of it. Um, it's got some memorable side characters in it as well. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's tough. Stop all the clocks is a memorable. Think,
0: well, unfortunately, as tough it is, we got to vote. Yeah. So. I'm um, ready to
1: vote. Grand, Groundhog Day is a perfect film.
0: Well, it wasn't on the perfect film list, unfortunately, so legally we can't call it that. Okay. (laughs) Um, All right. We're going to have to vote. So we're going to do one hand for Groundhog Day, two hands for four weddings and a funeral. Are you guys ready on three? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. One, two, three. Okay. All right. Well, that's the way it goes. Four weddings and a funeral takes Groundhog Day. Pretty, pretty big there. At least I feel mm. like before we starting, you were saying you could see Groundhog Day going all the way. But I guess sometimes it's when it's matched up, such a good movie. It's just a different thing altogether. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. it, it keep, pretty much uh,
1: ruined the relationship between Bill Murray and uh, what's his face, Joe yeah. Ramirez. And for that, Until I'll never forgive end. it. Yeah, <laughs> till the very <laughs> end.
0: Um, okay. Let us move on to this is going to be an interesting one. I don't know that it will be difficult, but uh, the Philadelphia story versus crazy, stupid love.
1: <laughs> so one of the classic highest regarded mm-hmm. romances of yep. all time versus yep. the Philadelphia story. I'm just kidding. That uh, was that was a, that was a, a bait and <laughs> that switch. Was a good one. I was, of course, was referring good. to Philadelphia story. Mm-hmm. Um Hmm. I mean um, uh, I mean you got fucking Cary Grant, Katherine Hepburn and Jamie and Jimmy Stewart in mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah.
0: It's a classic. It's <sighs> yeah. time tested. It's a classic. Crazy Stupid Love. I know came out and people liked it. I saw it and I was like, "Yeah, it's nice. It's got it's got uh, Ryan Gosling's abs in it." You know, like
2: it's funny. But again,
0: I've also I've also said before I don't think that his abs were as tight as say a Ryan Reynolds abs. Like just you know in terms of comparison of physiques there. So I have kind of staked my claim on that. Um, so.
2: Um, I've I mean, just, I've never seen a Phil- the Philadelphia story. So I've never. It's seen I mean I it's one
1: of those it. classic movies where the dialogue is just so sharp and witty, and just the back and forths are electric. You know, it's a it's a kind of a love quadrangle, if you will. Zach, mm-hmm. you you know it. I, you must have seen it, in mean, you know, in a lonely I mean, nugget I, session.
3: I, you know I haven't uh, seen it. But oh, oh, okay. I, I, if it's anything like Philadelphia, I think it's you know, <laughs> mm, maybe, it's pretty similar. You know, then I gotta go with it. I think.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Though this, the, you know, we try and be as informed as we can on this panel, but sometimes we're forced to make decisions. Yeah, that it's, we, you know, just- aren't.
3: In-
1: there, there are character archetypes oh, and things I, that appear the in the
3: poster. Look at this. This is gorgeous. Sorry. There, and
1: it, oh, that's OK. <laughs> I was just going to say there there are character archetypes and elements of future romantic comedies that this movie set the mm-hmm. the basis for. Yeah. All right. All right well, well, let's you have my vote. I'm, yeah, I'm ready.
0: Let's let's vote. Uh, one hand for Philadelphia Story. Two hands for Crazy Stupid Love on three. One, two, three. Wow! Ooh, okay, I thought for second sure. unanimous. Voted for
2: the crazy movie unanimous. I've never seen, but I believe you. Just
3: the, the indignity of, of losing to a movie that people haven't even seen. <laughs> or Crazy Stupid Love. I don't
0: think anyone from uh from Crazy Stupid Love cares. I mean, <laughs>
3: Steve Carell is going to come after us, guys.
0: <laughs> the, the thing is, there's a whole world of classic before the genre was refined romantic comedies like yeah. some like it hot and like stuff like that didn't even make this list just because we maybe didn't think of them but there's just also so much new iconic stuff that i am glad that something philadelphia story can come in and stomp out something like crazy stupid love it's an 80 okay, year old movie let's move on we're gonna get it kind of get a similar showdown here i know zach is gonna have some strong words overboard versus the apartment <laughs> Oh, Zach, you can talk closely to the apartment, but I'll just say Overboard is a story of Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. She is a mean, rich woman, and he is fixing her boat, I think. And she she falls. Oh, he's like installing closets in her yacht and she falls off, gets amnesia. And then Kurt Russell hatches the completely appropriate plan to convince her that she was his wife so that way she'll raise his children because she was mean to him on a boat then they fall in love pretty much so um, is this
3: where they uh where they started their own uh relationship
0: is this the catalyst for it or was this after they was it
3: that was real love discovered on the set of this movie would that add
0: to the value of this film for you? No,
3: and really, it's not a point that I should even bring up since we want to get this done fast. But <laughs> it is it's just something that I'm wondering.
0: Gotcha. Okay. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I wasn't there when the when things clicked for the two of them. But I can only imagine that seeing Goldie Hawn on that boat and Kurt Russell in that tank top could have. Uh, now, I don't know how yeah. they could have resisted. It seems like the Mr. And Mrs. Smith. Um, and they're, except they're still together. So, um, any other thoughts? Do we have any, I know, but Zach, you're a big I fan mean, of the apartment, the, the right? Apartment this was your is, suggestion. The
3: apartment is, uh, one of those classic films, you know, how sometimes old comedies aren't funny at all. Mm hmm. This one is still very, very funny. And also really dark as well. Um, and that's Jack Lemon is, and Shirley MacLaine is so adorable in this movie. She's so cute in this movie. Before, like she started believing in aliens and stuff, <laughs> I think, or mm-hmm. it's a or believing she was in, reincarnated from an alien. I think that uh, it was a just wonderful chemistry. Very simple, uh, you know, a lot of it just takes place in the in the apartment, right? Mm-hmm. So. Like, I think I would, uh, you gotta go with The Apartment. Okay. And And as you could probably tell from me spouting this bullshit, I haven't seen it for, like, ten years. hmm So, uh, but, uh, Overboard, fine. But it's one of those movies that, like, you go over to your dad's house on Sunday, because that's the yeah. day he has you, and then it's on ABC uh the sunday night movie and then it's edited and you watch it and there's, uh, there's no swears yeah it's like <laughs> it's it, everyone's <laughs> universal experience <laughs> it's
0: like <laughs> it's like uh a porky's adjacent like yeah. kind of like like they're like if we make a movie and it's it's got we put a little bit more into it than porky's
1: we should be fine um all other the best thoughts? romance arises from a woman being tricked that's true
2: I've never seen either, but Zach has me wanting to watch The Apartment later. So. Oh,
1: it's a good one. It might be my yeah, vote. That's all you need.
0: Okay. All right. Well, let's vote. Easy. Um, one hand for Overboard, uh, and two. One hand for Overboard, a movie where a man tricks an amnesiac woman into thinking that she should run his household and I think have sex with him. Or two, uh, The Apartment, where. One guy lets two people bang in his place, have have affairs in his place, right? Isn't that what that's about? Okay. Uh, So one for overboard, two for the apartment on three. One, two, three. Okay. All right. We're getting into it now. All right. We're getting into it now. Um, And we're going to do this. So we're going to, we have time for one more. Uh, in this uh in this bracket and then we'll have to finish it next time so the apartment wins that this last round is going to be a very interesting one okay clueless clueless Alicia silverstone okay.
2: classic
0: just a classic uh versus how to lose a guy in 10 days now you know Matthew McConaughey and uh Kate Hudson's daughter um, fulfilling the shoes that kurt russell and goldie (laughs) had left before they took they were really pushed as this new romantic comedy couple and did several films together um and so just you know carry the weight of that because i think how to lose a guy in 10 days was the was the kickoff to their to their reign um but clueless in my opinion is just one of the best films ever made
2: so yeah i have a couple things to say first of all why are they different fonts on the bracket bracket that was bothering me (laughs) Um, second of all I love Clueless it is like yes a really amazing film it Mm -hmm. there is a love story in it like one kind of love story but it's not really like super apparent until like whatever like midway through maybe and even in the end you're like does that make sense yeah okay but then is it does it it's weird Um, I love it I love that movie but it's not a rom-com it's like it's comedy it's like super
1: it's coming of age
2: yeah comedy and so with that said how to lose a guy in 10 days like that is like classic rom-com there's a couple will they want they romantic scheme in the end they get together will they want they like i already said the uncle that farts how to lose a (sighs) guy in 10 days
0: i i hear i hear you I will also add, I think Amy Heckerling is a completely underrated uh, comedic director. She's a master, and I think Clueless is a masterpiece, in my opinion. It is. I, not to con- Not to convince you otherwise, but I will say that for me, the whole thrust of the film is romance. And while the plot may not be entirely from beginning to end driven around the romance between just the main character and the main character's love interest. I do. I, I am okay with this because it is romance is the theme. Love is the theme of this film. Um, and unlike something like groundhog day where love springs forth from a different kind of adventure, I I feel comfortable more comfortable with this one being in the romantic comedy category. James, I hear uh, in you. My opinion.
1: Yeah. I hear you. I think I agree with the statement on Amy Hegerling. She, you know, mm-hmm. churned mm-hmm. out some mm-hmm. classic movies and got a lot of guff and deserves to be recognized. Uh though I have to wonder if the relationship between this young teenager and her stepbrother was, mm-hmm. you know is going to last are we should we be skeptical of that relationship whereas these two you know ad executives kate hudson and matthew mcconaughey that's that seems like a relationship that's going to last beyond the film Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay all right zach do you hear me
3: yeah, I hear you. I think you're making no sense. I don't know that we should be judging films based on what happens after the film to the fictional characters in the film.
1: Zach, I hear you. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Fine. Um, I don't know what I'm going to vote for. What are you voting for?
3: Uh, I, 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 I honestly feel like, um how to lose a guy in 10 days sort of represents a decline in romantic comedy films Ooh, um, okay. from like the Nora Ephron era. So oh, yeah. I, I will be voting for clueless uh, and going against my earlier thesis of it doesn't fit the genre just because I like clueless a lot more than how to lose a guy in 10 days. Cold. So Cold. I, I mean, have I agree, no
1: moral yeah. background. Like, yeah, you know what, Zach? You can't lose something you never had. We, that's, also, that's something that Kate Hudson says in that movie.
3: Well, I wouldn't it. know. I, it's not memorable to me.
2: <laughs> Can I also say that she <laughs> Cher, had a yellow dress? Cher Horowitz and her fr- group of friends—they would a hundred percent. Speaking of what happens after the movie, they are—you know—they're all TikTok moms, right? Like they're moms of the TikTok girls, like. That's mm-hmm. You see the, the wealthy girls on TikTok. They're TikTok moms, so I just want to put that out there, too. Love okay. Clueless. Good, noted. Love Cher, but she okay. was never going to change.
0: All right. Um, Let's vote. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Let's vote. So it's going to be one hand for Clueless, two for How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. On three. One, two, three. Oh, there it is. Wow. Clueless. It's a tough one. I see exactly what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, Lindsay. I think, I just think that on a personal note for me, I, I was okay with Clueless um, coming in strong here. I mean, and, I love uh, Clueless.
2: Yeah. I love that movie, but. Mm-hmm. I yeah,
0: just... I get what you're saying. And I also, but I also kind of agree with Zach that I think that How to Lose a G- Guy in 10 Days is like on the borderline of when, uh, what's her face? It was like 27 dresses and like,
2: Oh, Kath, hot uh, Catherine, hot and cold Heigl. or
0: oh. Catherine Heigl kind of likes did her run of romantic comedies. And I don't think any of them are memorable. They all like blended together and no, used to the like Katie yeah, Carrey there's a song. whole
2: drama about that because she left Grey's Anatomy to become a movie mm-hmm. star. And then she got like, mm-hmm. you know, shafted.
0: well, we may be digging into that more next time. This is as far as we've got in one hour. So we will be returning next week. To finish this bracket, that's a promise. We will not be doing three episodes of this. We were going to be. We we're going to continue up the pace. We still have to get through the East Coast side of our other bracket, and then we're going to revisit the films that have already won. Boom, boom, boom. We're going to settle next time on one best romantic comedy.
3: Before next time, guys, can yep. we change the the background of the the uh, orange and red? Do not go together visually. For the color scheme. Okay. It, very, it clashes very much. And since we have a week, mm-hmm. why don't we just change it?
0: Yes, we can change it, Zach. I will make a note of that right now, <laughs> okay. and it will change it in a week. I'll see you in seven days, Zach.
3: <laughs> see you in seven days.
0: <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for watching.